Thanks for tuning in to the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. We're on episode 123, 123. I am Josh Roop. With me, my co-host slash captain, as always, Scott Larson. And Scott, there's it's kind of slow in the pinball net news, but I think we've got something big tonight. Well, we do. But before that, if you want to get a great deal on a pinball machine, go ahead and check out Zach and Nicole Mini at Flipping Out Pinball. They have a lot of screaming deals right now. I and mean, pinball price, it's, it is a buyer's market. So if you are looking for something even new in box, there are some deals out there that you have not seen before, especially if you have a grail pin that you're really looking forward forward to and haven't been able to find it, go ahead and contact Zach and he can usually work some magic there. So flip it out pinball. Zach and Nicole are definitely the best. Speaking of the best, we've got some amazing guests on tonight, starting with Moto Harney. She's done Skillshot Baby. She does a lot of tech live stuff and Honestly, she's just kind of all over the place whenever you're looking at like conferences and expos. She's the person to go to in the Marco booth. We've got Lucas Pepke. If you don't know him by name, you know him by voice. I promise you do. Between Moppy and Steve and Macho and all those names, he revealed himself like six months ago on Special One Lit. It was an op- op- awesome episode. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. And finally, the grandmaster of all of this, Will Outing. And he's here to talk to us about the exciting news with This Week in Pinball. How are you all you doing tonight? Awesome. Thank you for having us. Great. Fantastic. Still living in Houston Arcade Expo land. (laughs) (laughs) How much party never stops? The actual show's over, but, you know, I'm just still relishing and basking the energy that they left at this hotel. Oh, as, wow. as if you're on YouTube with us, as the party, you can see be- behind Emoto in her room. It's just, it is a nonstop party. <laughs> she, has, she has a fog machine somewhere, too. Yeah. It's charging. <laughs> so, Will, you, you've asked to come on and, and discuss some news that you've got going on. What's what's happening, my dude? Well, yeah. The, um, one of the big things that came out today, um, that would be Monday, is that TWIP is now rolled under Kineticist. So... Colin Alzheimer is is kind of taking the lead. He will be doing um, the content and helping us out. And I'm still there helping him as an advocate and, and advisor for whatever he needs. So now this is this is a pretty big move considering that Twippy stands for this week in pinball. So what prompted the merger? Um, so a lot of it is that so I asked Colin to come on and help do content for, for this week in pinball, probably mid this year, mid 2023. So he's been doing the weekly posts. I mean, it's really his content out there every week. Um, so, you know, after him coming on and doing that content, I kind of saw his passion for it. Um, it's something that he, you know, was able to really jump into and, 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 just give more time to than I can. So it's really been helping out this week in pinball. So I felt like it was a good merger. Um, you know, Kineticist has been doing some great stuff over there. And if we can team up and, you know, pool our resources, I think we might have, you know, a little bit bigger shot at stuff. So that's awesome. Okay. So will along with you, you have two people who are celebrities in the pinball, um, the influencer talking about whatever we are, the pinball media. Uh, we all know Emoto. And why don't you tell us why Emoto 
and Lucas. By the way, Lucas is the secret star of Pinball. And by the way, if you haven't heard him sing, pretty amazing. Kind of hate him for it, really. I, I hope he uh, strains a vocal cord because he's just so much better than everybody else. How dare you? Don't <laughs> wow. it's, not, it's not fair. It's not oh, fair. No, 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 no. No, he has like vocal cords from the gods. He stole half of whatever Jeff Teolis left. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, very kind. Should do it, do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, can we have uh, Jeff Teolis and Lucas sing Endless Love at the next pinball convention? I, I, Will, can we, can we work that into what we discussed? We okay, should. Great. Yeah, we Thank you. Can, only if I can be Diana Ross though. That's true. I am not going to be no Lionel Richie. No Lionel Richie. Yeah, it's true. I, 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 I have recorded endlessly. <laughs> okay. Wait, 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 that was a joke. He's already, but ready. He's already ready for wow, it. Wow. Wow. I have, Where, where's the popcorn? <laughs> I have recorded endless love as Steve and Moppy before. (laughs) I have hidden banks of content that I've never put out in the world. And that's one of those where I'm like, you know what? Maybe I crossed the line here. (laughs) Maybe I I went too far. Did you publish that? No. I shared it with, oh, I shared it with Emoto. I was like, I remember it. (laughs) No. See, Emoto gets Emoto got so much extra content that no one ever got because I was like, "This is too weird and too far and too stupid." No, I will. Thank God I'm doing this anonymously because what are people going to think of this person? What are they going to think? Now it's time for them to start thinking. Yeah, I'm putting you on stage, baby. Okay, so yes, Will, introduce why we have Lucas and Emoto on. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so Emoto and Lucas are going to be our co-hosts for the 2023 Twippies. So they'll be at TPF in March. And um, I, I think you can obviously see why we went with Lucas and, and how <laughs> we expect to have a lot of singing. So it's musical Twippies. It, it is a full musical. Yeah, let's let's full not musical. get this wrong, people. This is a musical. Okay. I, I blame this musicals. Musicals are two and a half hours long. Is that how long the twip? Oh, we're going four hours. We're four. going okay. big. Yes. We know that everyone wants to be in that room with no deodorant and farting and smelling <laughs> like cheese for four hours, and that is your night at Texas Pinball it's Festival. It's not that bad. I know. I'm joking. It's going to be like for real. It's going to be a ton of fun. There might be some music. Look, I we. We know this audience. We know this pinball crowd. I have tested the waters with how far you can take a musical in this. So I get it. Like, it's not going to be a full musical, but we might have some fun with it. Okay. Will wants to announce the new sponsorship of Axe Body Spray. Yeah. They're going to have everyone in the Twippies just spraying themselves, mm-hmm. you know? It, yeah. The Twippies well, brought to you by Axe and Fireball. Well, and I don't know if anyone knows this, but Lucas, you you talked about at one point in time before anyone knew you were macho except for maybe Emoto, you were trying to get into the Twippies and do some kind of bit for the Twippies. So, has, is this why you're now co-hosting? Like they're finally like, well, he did reveal himself, but we'll still some, do some macho there. Like, can I, was that a covert audition? Do you, do you want to do a macho bit? Yeah, yeah, do it. We're just. So wait, what what was the question again? I'll try so to work question, in my answer. The question we'll was originally, originally you were supposed to do macho at a Twippy, 
Like you <laughs> yeah. were supposed to do it undercover and, and no one know who you were at the Twippies. So like, is oh, that how you yeah. like became the co-host? Did you okay. just, they yeah, want so, you to do so, this and you're just like, I'm doing it. Like, How about this? This will be fun. This is unscripted. Let me see if I can do a live macho episode on that history. <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be about three minutes long. Hold okay. On. Hey, we got time. So you asked, what was I planning? I what was I going to do? Yeah. Right? Okay. Be good. <clears throat> All right, I got it. Wait, wait, wait. This episode of the Macho Pinball Podcast, Pinball Podcast Vlog Show is brought to you by the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. All the way out there where those dinosaur bones are in Utah. Those two boys are so beautiful and I love their content. And I gotta say, Macho Bravo on a great show, 123 episodes strong. That's a big old Macho Bravo. I didn't think you were gonna get past four, okay? Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Macho Pinball! That's right, I'm back, baby. Working out a little bit of issues on my board because it's my first time doing it, but you didn't know that's a secret sauce. Don't tell them what you're doing. You got your hand behind your back, but it doesn't matter. Hey, I got some news for you. I'm back. Here's what was happening. I was in a battle, a heated battle with Jeff Patterson. Yeah, you remember him. He was that fool, that fool that used to run to him. No, he's no good. He's no good, people. And I came at him and I said, Jeff, why don't you put a real host on that stage? Why don't you man up? Why don't you get some balls and get macho on stage? Because you know that I am taking over the airways. I am the cream of the crump, and I'm the tip of the top. And like having your bluebell ice cream shop, bluebell homemade ice cream. Where was that? Who came back? All right, so Jeff Patterson. And I said, no. And then he said, macho, I invented COVID, and I'm going to put COVID all over the world, so we're not even going to have a live show, so you can't even come to my show. And that just deflated me so much that I stepped out of the podcasting game. I, Did that answer your question? Perfectly. Like, 100%. <laughs> so COVID killed Macho Pinball, right? You can... Jeff Patterson invented COVID, so Michael... So, so Macho couldn't take the stage that was that was we can cut all that that's fine to cut we'll cut because, oh it's part. all staying in every last you bit have, of it you don't have to put any of that into this world that's why i did it anonymously because <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that great of a, a macho man impression it's just kind of what i envisioned as this what? You know what's hilarious though is you did this macho man impression and then for some odd reason it like rippled through the community and all of a sudden all the podcasters had to prove that they weren't macho so we were all doing macho voices on the podcast and somehow franchi became like macho like everyone was saying like seriously him versus me and i'll chris franchi props to you man your your macho man impressions better than mine like hands down it's a really good one like go find an episode and unearth it because it's really good it, Even it really I got is. accused for being macho pinball several I, times. I can I totally do remember see that, that actually. Like using a voice that. synthesizer or something. Oh. <laughs> so it, you know, yeah. that whole show, I, I, at class of 2020 pinball po- podcast, right? Let's, let's rewind here to the classics of classic 2020 class of pinball podcast. It was kind of, there was a lot of back and forth and a lot of just derision and I don't know. Like it, the tensions were high, and I was like, you know what? Somebody needs like 
a punching bag to come in where it's like a I joked around as like the arbiter of pinball podcast because it's a it was a pinball podcast about pinball co- podcast and the only reason truthfully that I made it was I needed to learn how to make a podcast. I was working on another project with some friends and I was like, I don't know, but I've been listening to pinball podcasts and they'll listen to anything. So. <laughs> which is true. Which is true. Anybody who's listening to this definitely has low standards. I'm yes. a marketer by day. Know your market. And I said, okay, <laughs> I'll get some listens. I'll get some feedback and I'll start to learn how to make a podcast. And I was like, well, maybe if I make it funny. Anyway. It, it all came as a d- dumb idea and truthfully, like, you know, that was a weird time for me it, in that point of my life. And so I was kind of vulnerable and I was like, well, I just need to put it out there anonymously. And so then I started. You, were you vulnerable because you were wearing those itty bitty tank tops that they all wear? Yes, that's exactly why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got but, into uh, costume before recording every time. <laughs> You know, I I researched costumes because truth, truthfully, Jeff and I were talking about this because it was like it was starting to get traction really fast and be like, oh, like, hey, people are actually listening to this and having fun with the character. And I started to play around with like the mystery of it. And I I threw out like I had a whole decoder device, y'all. I made I that. Do you remember decoder. that? Yep. Yeah. I made a decoder yeah, device and I wanted it to be I wanted it to be this kind of like weird journey where it's like if there's somebody that actually wanted to get that decoder device and decode the messages like it was going to go somewhere i had a whole like weird arc of a show for it but i just i just ran out of steam and then you know the pandemic hit and then i was like oh let me make this what's stupider than what i already made (laughs) what (laughs) like this is this is seriously my thought process because i don't want people to i know what i've made right and, and there were reasons. And I think you can see like a progression in the character. Like you listen to the early things and then you see where the character got because it gave me an opportunity to do. Just explore that. And that's why I was like, OK, I'm going to make the puppet pals. That's really dumb. Will pinball people listen to a musical? I don't know. It was kind of like a market research thing of like, where as a marketer, can I see the segmentation of my market? And what are they interested? Like, where's that Venn diagram of weird that they will accept? And like, what can I learn? How can I iterate on the creative process and say, I, I want to create something. I've, I've had all these ideas for all these years. And I used to be in theater and I sang, you know, I, at the time I was still mid stride. So there's a global Catholic television network in Birmingham, Alabama, where I live. And I sang there for 16 years, like literally every single day of my life was going to a live televised mass and singing. And, you know, before that, I used to work in the theater. So I have this really weird mix of like, I love musicals more than I love pinball. And, you know, then I've got a whole literally like 20 year plus liturgical, like high liturgical Gregorian chant classical training to my voice so it's really i don't fit anywhere (laughs) and i'm trying to like reconcile through that and i've found a lot of friendships in pinball like it's it's so crazy like josh scott we know each other because like we chat on facebook right and (laughs) will we chat on facebook and emoto like we chat and like it's been such a great community 
And I'm so happy to celebrate that. Like truly, like I'm going to meet friends. I'll get emotional. Like y'all, I will cry. I've accepted that now in my forties. That it's like, if Lucas starts crying, it's going to happen. Cause like, I'll do it with, like, I have a fantastic boss at work. And like, sometimes I'll just be like, <laughs> and it's, I don't know. Like it's, I'm trying to just accept that's me. I might cry because I get really passionate about stuff. So we accept you and we're glad you're part of our community. Thanks thank for you. choosing us. I mean, it's it's like literally pinball's been great. And I like I've played Tommy. I've done that show. And at the time when I was doing it in college, like I don't know, it it was it's a fun show. Like it's a rock opera. It's epic. And um I wish I had at the time, well, yeah, at the time in 2000 something, I wish I would have bought a game because I probably could have bought it for like a thousand bucks, right? Back then, but I do wish I had a Tommy. I'm tangenting all over the place, so I'm sorry. What was the question? Where are we? So I, I think what we've all determined is we need to somehow get <laughs> Lucas to win something at the Twippies so we can get him to cry live. On, on national streaming television on worldwide, I will cry, I will cry so hard in front of that audience. Well, we can make it so you yeah, cry at the cry. end of the show because it's over. Okay, and then he's going to cry as Macho. Hey, Lucas, <laughs> I, I do have a question for Lucas, though. As a marketer, what what were your number comparisons between Macho Pinball and Puppet Pals as far as viewership? Oh, it was nowhere near close. M macho had. I don't know, maybe upwards of 40, 50,000 listens in like a wow. really short period of time. Wow. And Puppet Pals, I don't know, maybe like 400 total. That was <laughs> you know, all me. I don't know. I, <laughs> Zach, Zach and Dennis would have those numbers, but I, I don't. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, so Will, let's pivot back. We, we went off hey, the Back rails. to the Twippies. <laughs> so, so we got our two new awesome co-hosts, or co we got our new hosts for the Twippies. Is there any changes going into this next year with the Twippies? Yes. Yeah, there definitely is. Um, the big change is we are not doing pre-voting this year. So in the past, we had a period where we had write-ins essentially for multiple um, content, content creator categories right. like streamer and podcaster. That is, that is gone. So now we are only doing one voting period. Um, it's actually going to start December 18th. So it's okay. going to start earlier than um, the previous period, previous yeah. years. And um, it'll cover everything. It'll, we'll still have streamer, podcaster, YouTube channel, all of those in there, but they'll all be pre-filled from our Twippy database or the Twip databases that we've got, the promoters and the mods and the toppers. So. Okay. So yeah. will there also be different requirements as well with you not doing pre-voting? I know that like, I know, I know this is pretty far stretch, but Colin talked about like a positivity implementation i know something talking about that how, how are you going to decide that how, who you're going to put in the voting bracket i guess so yeah so we did talk through with the committee um we did talk through like a, having a good standing um requirement the committee voted that down we're actually allowing people to you know we'll we'll have everybody that's eligible in the drop down and be available so Part of the reason for that is that we felt like it was disrespectful to our voters if we took somebody out that they wanted to vote for, that they felt they wanted to show appreciation to. So everybody's in. 
there are some eligibility requirements. You can go to twippies.com and see um, what the eligibility requirements are for each category. Um, but it's really more about how many um, shows or podcasts you have in that period of time from 12-1 of the previous year to 12-1 of 2023. So that's really the eligibility. And this is one thing we were talking about Expo. There is a misconception that that these shows have to all be public, right? Like, Because I think, if I remember correctly, it's like seven shows in a calendar year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's That's five, at least for podcast. Yeah. Well, that's for the media stuff. So, Yeah. Yeah. So, there, yeah, five shows within that period. And there's, you know, that's all there is. There's no if it's behind a paywall, if it's public viewable. Um, it's just they have to have five pieces of content out there for that period of time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let, let's run down some of the categories and let's talk about the different things. So first off, we want to know about the big categories. So let's talk about what makes something eligible for a machine. Does it have to be manufactured? Does it have to be announced? Does it have to come from a company that is not uh, getting in, investigated by the SEC? Yeah, so the, <laughs> the game categories... It has to be shipping within that period of time. So 12-1 to 12-1. So if it's been announced. 12-1 sh- or 12-31? It's 12-1 okay. of 2022. So it's December to November, basically. Correct. Yeah, December okay. to November. Yeah, because you can say last year we started our voting, you know, in November for the pre-vote stuff and then on the 1st of January for the final vote. So we give that month lag um, so that we can prepare for the voting period. So 12-1 of 2022 to 12-1 of 2023, and it has to have shipped. So not just announcement, you know, not just reveal, it has to have shipped. Okay. So can you, uh, I'm not anticipating a game being announced in the next two weeks, but, uh, you know, we'll we'll leave that out there. What but are the games? It brings up a- Sorry, it brings up an interesting question because okay. I don't okay. know if Pulp Fiction has has shipped yet. I mean, they they've had a couple. I mean, they've right. had a handful out there, but I don't know if they've officially shipped. And I the don't same think with Labyrinth counts. Yeah, yeah, and Labyrinth hasn't. I mean, they've made ten or twelve of them. But they haven't officially started shipping them. Yeah, so. there's a, there's a couple we have on our list that are kind of we're waiting and seeing. Pending. Yeah, we're you're kind of watching them, and mm-hmm. and we'll have to reach out to the manufacturer you know, as we get closer. So. Josh Sharp is actually on the Twippy committee, so he's kind of our ears on the Pulp Fiction side. Um, but you know, some of the others we are in discussion on. So nice. But um, so it is. It's actually pretty amazing. You know, as of right now, I think we have like sixteen possible eligible games, which is the biggest we've ever seen in in the seven years we've been doing it at least. Mm-hmm. So. And yeah. how many of them are from first-time manufacturers? I mean, that that is probably a, an amazing thing right there. Yeah, because we have Punny Factory from Pinball Adventures. I'm assume I'm really assuming Labyrinth will will be in I the mix there. Yeah. I think it will as well. Yeah, this is well. That's not first time, but this is Spinal Tap will be this year. Yeah. Um, I but that's a pinball machine for non-pinball people. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, don't try to influence the votes, Josh. Okay. <laughs> but let me, I can just run through the rest. Yeah, of them. yeah, go ahead. Uh, give us the list because I'm curious to see what's on there right now. Yeah. yeah. So Queen by Pinball Brothers. Um, Drained by For Amusement Game- Only Games. That's the 
P3 module, and actually it's full game for full artwork and animation. Mm -hmm. So that's full game. Um, Scooby-Doo by Spooky. Um, James Bond 007 60th Anniversary Edition. Um, Foo Fighters by Stern. Final Resistance by Multimorphic. The Godfather by JJP. Um, like we talked about, Pulp Fiction is kind of still impending, but it's there. Um, Galactic Tank Force by American Pinball. Um, Whirlwind Total Chaos by Pedretti, and that's only in you know several categories like art, rules, sure. audio, and animation, um, because it's not a full game. It's the remake of Whirlwind. Uh, Punny Factory, as we talked about last time. Venom by Stern. Jurassic Park 30th by Stern, and that is only in art. Dungeons Dungeon Door Defender. Um, that was a game Michael Ocean made for P3 for the heist module. So that's in audio, animation, and rules. Um, Labyrinth by Barrels of Fun. We do have the <clears throat> Alien, the Ellen Ripley versions kind of still on the, the edge. I don't know if that's shipping yet or not, but we'll have to talk about it. Um, Elvira's House of Horror, the Blood Wrath Kiss Edition. That'll be in for art. And then Elton John is the other one that is still pending, but I'm assuming it'll make it out by the first as well. That is a lot of, isn't that an insane list? Like the one year where we had Godzilla and you looked at the list, it was kind of like, you know, it was hard to not assume that, but now with that list, it's just like, it's every award is anyone's game. I don't know. Yeah. We, we talked about this the other night. We had a little team call and, it really was like that. Was, I think you we read it out to us, Will and Emoto. You and I had the same exact reaction. It's like that's a really strong list of variety and artistry. Like yeah. it's a great year to celebrate. Like I think that's Absolutely. my point. There is is it's not just one game that kind of came out and crushed it all it, at a really weird time, right? Like this past year for pinball has been gangbusters. So. That's really neat to see. I guess the other question too is, is I mean, how are you going to do intros then? Because I know usually, what, what last year it was like you kind of did all the all the games and then per category you kind of just showed the, like yeah a, a blip. Is that what you're going to do for this one? Because like, sixteen I'm, games, that's a lot of games. Yeah, I'm sure. Like Long last intro. year, yeah, last year we did do all games in the very beginning. We just showed them and then only showed the top three for each of the game categories. I, I assume that's what we're going to do again. It's going to be in musical format, though, for the intro of all the 16. So Lucas is going to sing everything for Oh, my it. God. No. I'll bring I, your cough drops. I don't, look, don't, I don't want that for my audience, okay? We, we're going to create something that's fun and celebrates pinball, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. Can we run by the committee, Will, to add another like voting thing saying, do you want the Twippies to be a musical this year? Yes or no? They want it. Be a hard no. Hard no. Okay. If you're listening, I know after we'll, we'll talk about numbers in a little bit or a little later, but if there is anyone that listens to the show that is like into making puppets, it, it Lucas, if they make you a Steve and Moppy like puppet, oh will you do a full mu- musical intro for the Twippies? Look, y'all, I know I came across Manic earlier because I'm just <laughs> honestly, I'm really nervous 
because I know this community. I know the the underbelly of this community better than most. (laughs) And I just, I know that Meek, you know, it was the fear that I already always had was who is like, I'm, I'm just me, right? Like I'm trying to do all these different things, but no, I was, I was nervous before. And now like, seriously, like I'm, I'm so nervous y'all. Like it's a, it's really cool. And I have to acknowledge that like, it's really cool to actually spend time with you guys because I know we've talked. And so again, I'm sorry, I got us off track, but like, this podcast is making it feel really real for Lucas now. Yeah, that he's like, part of the like, <laughs> yeah. The, like, yeah, I was sinking in. I said yes like months ago, but all of a sudden in, it's yeah. sinking in. Yeah, Crap, this is happening. In. We're recording now. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you a hint, Lucas. The reason why you don't have to worry about it is because pinball is such an eclectic community that we really are come as you are. We don't like this is not okay. I'm sorry. This isn't the cool kids club. In high school, okay? We, we have left the high school cafeteria long ago. We are a collection of, of uh, jocks, comedians, show choir people, people who work uh, singing mass every day on TV, people who sell pinball uh, apparel and stuff. Electrical and, engineers and yeah, and we, we have people who keep us warm and cold, and then I just put people to sleep. So, uh, and seriously, <laughs> it is absolutely a collection. Uh, it's okay. I, I say this lovingly, but I feel a little bit like the pinball community is the island of misfit toys. Yes, which, which is a hundred percent awesome. It's like, yeah. it, or it's, it's it's like Inside Out with all those those strange characters, <laughs> and that's what makes pinball beautiful is because mm. it is a uniting force of very different people who can find something that they can bond over. And so bring what you have and add to it. Well, seriously, like let, let's, let's just run yeah. it down for a split second. Like where else would you find like the main singer of bare naked ladies hanging out with a voice actor that does star Wars episode one and yeah, has done Bob the Builder. Yeah. And, and then you've also got like Christopher Franchi, that's an artist that's kind of like off the deep end. And then me, that does heating and air conditioning for a living, like technical work. It, it's just, it's really, I think Mark Silk put it the best is like pinball is the great equalizer for some odd reason. Like it's, it's like, well, sneak peek, we have a special guest coming up that's been on TV and, oh, and coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Where else would I be like, I, I message a dude and I'm like, hey, by the way, we want to talk to this guy. Do you know how to get a hold of him? He's like, yeah, here's his number. And it's like, oh, cool. Like you you kind of have the That's same awesome. thing. Amuda. Like you you wanted to make Skillshot Baby and you got Rupert from Survivor helping out and you've got Todd Tucky that's got one of the best, most successful arcade YouTubes with like millions of views. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Well, brings people together for sure. I I guess that was, you know, where I, where I said I was kind of in a rough spot of just like not, you know, not believing in myself. And so it was easier to put it out there anonymously. And I'm trying to start to believe in myself (laughs) as dumb as that sounds. But, you know, Scott, to get back to your original question, because I have circled back and I do do this often. So this is just me coming as me, just maybe a little more manic because I am nervous, but we're going to have fun. Would I let someone help me build puppets? Uh, yeah. And I guess that's 
that's part of one of the reasons that I'm excited about this and I'm excited about some of the other projects that I'm working on is that like I just want to cl collaborate and create cool stuff with people and you don't you limit yourself in that creative scope when you don't tell people what you do. If you tell people what you do, you start to open those doors and those opportunities to just say, let me try. Like I, I may not be the best and that's okay, but I'm going to try because I'm passionate about it. And, you know, I just, that's, that's kind of my theme of 2024 that I want to go into is just like, look, I've got a great job by day, but like, this is kind of my passion by night and I'm rediscovering it and music and, and singing and characters are fun again and trying to not yeah. be scary. Like I've spent a lot of time in a little, like three foot by five foot closet over the past year trying to just get better and learn and be comfortable with me again because I lost a lot of that. And so, mm -hmm. I, you know, I truthfully like I really do appreciate anyone that listened to the stuff that I did put out there. It had moments of cringe. It had maybe moments of brilliance. I don't know. That's up to whoever listens but like it truly is it's an honor to be considered amongst those creative people that i look up to definitely I well think it, we picked a good co-host will oh yeah this is dry. i think so too <laughs> well and not um, but then like I, anyway you can cut all this but it's like i just i'm like what's that okay. I'm just am i being like way over the top and like just breathe it's okay these people aren't gonna hurt you lucas well, and not to shortchange Will either, because he's created Silverball Swag. Like, shout out to Silverball Swag. I don't know any other community oh, that has awesome. a, a store that is collaborative with the whole community. And, and if you have an idea, you kick it over to him. He is the easiest person to work with. Emoto's put on her. No, and I will 1000% attest to that. So, like, I don't want to keep talking about myself because, again, it feels cringy. But like when I when I started Macho, I reached out to Will because I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have some apparel and, you know, like, so I just sent him or I think, Will, you may have even reached out to me. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. Yeah, I think you actually you were like, hey, I'm starting this up. Do you want like your logo on something? And I was like, uh, yeah, dude, that's freaking cool. <laughs> well, hey, I don't want to make any money off of it because I'm trying to just do this on the side and so i mean it wasn't look it was not a ton of money we sold some macho merch early on and you can still go buy it right well it's still yeah. up yeah we sold some at expo even. i'm not gonna yeah. lie like, i'm not gonna put myself up against that loser kid which is very nice it's pretty sweet it's legendary got that sweet logo not not to brag we ended up bringing over 50 hats to expo oh and, and it was holy crap to to scott and josh thank you you did offer me like a beanie at one point and i turned it down because yeah, i didn't said, want no i'm not cool i'm not cool that, that's what you said you're like i no, i i'm way too cool to rep loser kids so no i didn't i was like if i tell them where to ship it then they'll know who i am i've already stopped you <laughs> yeah oh. I know. but but Will, what we we donated all all the macho, and you can continue to do so. This is a way to, that I was like, I can't give anything really at this point in my life. But um, any of the proceeds from the sales of macho swag continues to go to uh, Project Pinball. So it's 
not yeah. been a lot of money, but just know that anytime that you do support Will, support any kind of macho merch, it goes straight to the kids. Nice. Nice. Wait, I can get pink macho joggers. Yeah, isn't that yeah. dope? And wow. blue. I, I want pink. It's fair. So yeah, Make so sure go, go buy some it. stuff from Will and it'll go support Project Pinball right away. Nice. So Will, how are we going to be seeing a change going forward with TWIP and Kinesis? I know we keep bouncing back and forth. This is a wonderful conversation. It really doesn't bother me at all, but... <laughs> Yes. I mean, so TWIP and Kinesis. So I think early on, you're not going to see a whole lot change. Um, I know Colin has some ideas that he is bouncing around and working on. I think his focus is probably going to be TWIP is going to be like the newsletter feature for Kineticis. And it'll have that weekly content continuing on just like it is today. And hopefully, and I'm pretty sure if you ask Colin that, you know, the focus will still be, you know, promoting content creators, promoting you guys, promoting those who are doing, you know, all this amazing work to, to spread the hobby. So I, I think it's going to be great because he's going to push it to, to, he's a marketing guru as well. So he'll definitely push it so that more and more people get to see it. I've enjoyed his stuff and his branding is really on point. So I, I've not yeah. met or talked to Colin before, but I've admired his work. Was yeah, it killing you not to tell us at Expo? <laughs> well, we actually hadn't started talking to it about it until Expo. So, oh wow, um, yeah. okay, nice. yeah. that's when the baby was made. That's when it happened. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's when the magic happened. Yeah, that's Went when I with, knew with his baby there. Yeah, yeah, that's when I knew Colin was the real deal. Yeah. So, okay, here's here's a question for you. Now I'm putting you guys in the voter category. What are which games are you most intrigued to see how they're received? See how they're I'm most intrigued to see like how Godfather does, just because out of all the themes that came out this year, we kind of have a lot of like campy and fun themes, and then Godfather is just this like serious mafia theme that is just so different than what we've seen before in a while um that's a good point and that what do they call the super gilded like gaudy it's it's horrible and beautiful at the same time like it's it's straight from 1975 gold lion legs? yeah, yeah the gold lion like that so thing awesome. is pimped it is so yeah. in style but like who cabinet best pinball legs category oh, to, oh yeah added. that that's a beautiful we'll move up a to beautiful gaudy it's looked like someone like dragged dragged out of the Venetian or something. Yeah. Yes. It, it definitely seems like a play. It comes from a place that is so decorated that you don't want to put anything down because you're going to displace like the plants and the cats and the whatever, just everything <laughs> around that house. It's, it's like Martha Stewart went crazy. Yeah, the, the butler has to come by and be like, Toast, Costas. Hey, you, okay, you know those like hippie eclectic, like uh, I don't know. It's like it's like a Hallmark movie where you go in and you buy all these little tchotchkes, and it's like you can barely move because there's so much stuff in the store. It's like a thrift store in Europe. That's kind of what it feels like. It's just, there's everything possible on that collector's edition. <laughs> it's amazing. 
It's like, yeah, when you go to one of the nicer casinos and like you get the phone and the toilet, you know, like the, the toilet separated and you have a phone still, a landline for whatever reason. Sometimes, it's like yeah, everything is over the top. Sometimes you well, have to order room service while you're sitting down. I joke that the people at those casinos are so old that you might have to like you break a hip on the toilet and they're going to call 911 right from the toilet. Oh, you that's know? what it's for. Totally. Yeah, 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. OK, I'll, I'll go next. I'm actually very curious to see how Labyrinth is received mm, because yeah. Labyrinth is it is a it, it's not fair to say it's their first um, experiment in pinball because they actually have a lot of people who have worked in pinball, but this is the first iteration of that. And it's, it's a theme that I'm on record saying that it doesn't connect with me. However, it looks really well executed. It doesn't look like it was halfway done. And they even got David Bowie, which is shocking to me that they were able to get that. So the fact that they were able to do kind of a, uh, a thematically authentic version of the game. And from what I've heard, people who played it said, yeah, it feels very solid. It doesn't feel like a glorified homebrew. So yeah. I'm really curious to yeah. see how that's going to stack up against the people who have been making machines for years. Yep. And that game looks super cool. Like, I'm just glad that to see the Henson properties seep in because like as a child of the 80s and like all the wonderful movie musicals that made me probably weirdly who I am with like Little Shop of Horrors and you know the Muppet movies like all of them follow that bird have y'all watched follow that bird lately from Sesame Street okay lately no when no. I was five yes <laughs> okay well Scott you clearly have your priorities out of sync mm -hmm. but Oh my gosh. Yes. Henson properties in pinball. I, I just hope that it paves the road for more of like Fraggle Rock's a lower one, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping Mark Silk, I, I do look up to Mark so much and like we've talked a lot and he's helped me a lot. Just kind of like talk about voices. I've taken workshops with him. Super cool guy. But I, uh, I hope that with his involvement too, because I feel like he's kind of spurred. I don't know. It probably didn't hurt having him have worked on properties like that to get yeah. the ball rolling with licensors and stuff. Right. So, and it sounds more, really good when, when you, when you know, Mark's voice, you can listen to it. It's like, Oh yeah, now I pick it out, mm -hmm. but he sounds, yeah. it's a really great David Bowie impression. Oh, so, yeah. I, okay. Here's a fun fact. Hallmark released a sorting hat ornament that you hit the button and the sorting hat talks. That's Mark Silk. Yes. Yeah. So I, I actually just ordered it. It's going to be delivered tomorrow. That's awesome. With so, Labyrinth, though, if they get in for this year's voting, it will be extra interesting because not a whole lot of people got to play it yet right. or will be able to play it when voting starts. Right. You know, Expo, Houston Arcade Expo this past weekend. Mm hmm and a few places on location where they were testing the games. But if it didn't make it into this year and they carried over to next year, then I think all the other OEMs would really have a, a run for their money for awards too, because they would have a full year of people playing it on location and everything like that. And it, it really is a, 
a spectacular game. I was very impressed the time I got to spend with it. And and we definitely know release time makes a big difference in mm. voting because sure. you know James Bond 007 was last year, and now it's starting to get some really good respect. So it's you know right. it's it almost anything coming out that that late like that December or that November time frame does does hurt you. Makes it harder. Yeah. yeah. Now the, so, I'll go ahead, Josh. I was gonna say a question I hear brought up a lot or not a question, a statement, and I, I want you guys to, to weigh on it, weigh in on it, is that Stern wins a lot because it has more, like, it's out in the wild more. You can find it more on operation and whatnot. I want to see where your guys' thoughts are, but I want to preface it with, I, I'm looking back at, like, previous years, and yeah, like, 2022, 2021, it is a lot of Stern. Like, granted, 2021, Godzilla was a monster like literally just destroyed everything yeah but if you look at the 2020 results just 2020 it was pretty much guns and roses and rick and morty Mm -hmm. so i feel like this is kind of i don't i don't feel like there's a truth to it but i wanted to see what your guys' thoughts are that stern wins because there is a lot more readily available versus like jersey jack and spooky and stuff like that well well, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go. I uh, I actually do give bonus points. I give bonus points for them to be able to make a game and to get it out in the wild on location. So if there's a tie, then and we're going for game of the year. Now, this is not my game of the year, like which one I like the most. What I'm thinking is which one brought the biggest impact to the game. Now, I I actually did vote for, I believe that year I voted for Guns N' Roses because it was such an immersive experience in pinball. I've always said that that is the the best connection of uh, uh, of any license that a pinball machine has been able to do. Now, it certainly helps when you have one of the band members who wants to make sure you have everything. And so that helps. But there are questions sometimes when you have a game that's an excellent game and then a niche game out there that makes a hundred, then I am going to wonder about that. Now that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to win every time, but it certainly can have the biggest impact, but you could argue that wizard of Oz had the biggest impact in the last 15 years because it was a pivot point in the industry. And there's not a lot of those in the wild. Most of them are in home collections. So that's my take next. I'm interested to see what the response on Venom is. I oh, yeah. I'm just really interested, you know, just because it kind of in the converse way, just because it's the biggest of the big, you know, is the reception going to be good for a game? I'm just interested. I, I have played it. I haven't played it in a quiet setting, but I've played it. I played it at Southern Fried Games, both the pro and the premium. And where else did I play it? Eddie Moto's arcade. Ooh. Yes, which is awesome. If y'all look, I'm gonna Emoto, you're gonna plug yourself, but plug I'm gonna your plug only, you. if, I'm only gonna if plug it's you. in Macho's voice, please. I don't want to do it. I would love to no, just send me an invoice. Wait, okay. I'll, here, I'll do it this way. You ready? Mm-hmm. And just cut this if it's too much, because that's it's for Emoto. <laughs> This episode of the Macho Pinball Podcast, Pinball 
podcast vlog show is brought to you by the beautiful, shiny, spanking new arcade down in Foley, Alabama. That's right, you said Foley, Alabama. They got pinball in Foley, Alabama. Let me tell you about the beautiful Emerald Coast, the Gulf Coast of Alabama. Beautiful scenes, beautiful everything, and now a brand new arcade. Captain Crazy's Paradise. That's right, let's go where all the kiddies go in the summertime, but not just the summertime, we could go in the wintertime too because it's enclosed indoors, both heated and cooled. Not only that, Captain Crazy's Pinball Paradise Extravaganza, you also have a beautiful row of both old and new pinball games. That's right. You got old stuff, like the belly stuff for all you old farts. And then you got the new shiny toys. And when I was there, whoa, they even brought the kitties out and supported Project Pinball. It was a beautiful event. I gotta tell you, what else they got in Captain Crazy Super Cool Pinball Paradise Podcast? They got a golf simulator. That's right. So when you get done with your dance, dance revolution, or you're shooting your aliens, or you're blasting your blastoises, you can go over and you can play simulated golf. It looked like a lot of fun. I didn't have time because I was back in the back. Because there was, see, wait, hold on. I gotta start to start the track over. See, you gotta see, when I was in the back, they had a punching bag. And I said, oh, this is for all those pinball trolls. All those trolls coming out in droves to take me down. All those followers of Canada. That's right, I'm still watching you, boy. I'm still the arbiter. But listen, they had this punching. Sorry, get back on topic here. It's macho. They have it machos, emotos. Arcade Paradise at Foley, beautiful Foley, Alabama. They got this punching bag in the back, and I said, Patrols, I'm taking you down, and I won that trophy. I walked out with my head held high. Not really, I lost. There's this big black guy who clobbered it, and I said, Much of on you. You destroyed it, sir. And then I left, and I went and got Taco Bell, and I went back to the bay, and it was a beautiful time in Foley, Alabama, and now Emoto... I'll let you talk about your own arcade, okay? Awesome, thank you. It's a free play arcade. We got 16 game, uh, 16 pinball machines, 65 vids, uh, some Japanese imported games, and then the classics. Yeah, four golf-based simulators, a bar in the back where we serve beer and wine and some snackies. So come on and play. Okay, y'all, seriously, as me, like my my brother i have a i have a family i am from alabama and my family has a history in that part of the region like the alabama gulf coast look greg bone goes there and vacations yeah, like Zach's yeah, been yeah. down there sleep your it is a beautiful hidden gem and this podcast y'all can go back to the state of alabama tourism bureau and uh now promote this because you've got some chops behind you but all that to say fantastic arcade and it was much needed in that area because there were a lot of family entertainment centers and water park stuff so like now year round in that area there's a pocket of pinball support and like emoto you can talk about it but like i've been there i've seen it it's awesome and i think it it uh it's it's an emoto experience you go and like from the moment you walk in the doors it's got all this beautiful Japanese inspired 
art. I mean, it's, it's, it's not just, it's, it's, it's an art experience. And I think Emoto, you and I talked about this because we have mad respect for Meow Wolf. If yeah, you haven't been to Meow Wolf, any yeah. Meow Wolf art installation across the country, go. The one in uh, Las Vegas is, is fantastic, but like you want it to kind of be that, right? That's like it's, it's a total experience. And then t- tell them, I don't want to dictate this, but like I'm, I'm invoking this out of you. Tell them about your bride of, of Pinbot. I think that's a fantastic oh. story. It's awesome. Yeah, we do have the one and only life-size Bride of Pinbot, been Pinbot, the Bride of Pinbot installation. Awesome pinball enthusiast Neil Cox made it, and it's like that mannequin that I used to take around to shows and put Stern Store merch on and put at the booth. Well, he saw it, and he's like, hey, can I take that home for a little bit? And uh, he brought it back, and it's like just this fully decked out Bride of Pinbot. Like, she lights up and everything. It's absolutely gorgeous. So it's going to be a new, like, historical marker. Uh, nice. <laughs> definitely. Wow. Just, no, okay. It's, yeah. There's pictures on it online, but beautiful. Then, is, is it on your website? Because I'm on your website. You know it's on our Facebook. Okay. All right. I have another emoto- or question for you, Moto. Yeah. This is going to be your fifth year hosting uh, Twippies. You, is it really? Had- yeah, yeah, you had Carrie Five Hardy. Years? You've had Jack Danger twice. Oh. Todd Tucky is co-host. Now you got Lucas. What have you learned over the last? Because I don't think you're just the host. You do some of the the slideshows and stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is not just you standing up there. You you put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. What have you learned from the beginning to this point? That I've learned that I really am passionate about pinball and that everyone and this week of pinball that has worked on the Twippies are also very passionate for, you know, for pinball. We love it so much that it's a lot of work, but everyone just pulls it all together, you know, and it's all just out of the kindness of our hearts and passion because it's not, no one's getting paid for this. It takes up a lot of time, but we just want to celebrate pinball with everyone and celebrate people that are working really hard and creating stuff for us to enjoy and make memories around but now that you said it's been five years i wonder like after this year i should probably retire as a no. host right no, it was no. like no no, 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 no you're, you're gonna walk away no 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 I like too long like half a decade <laughs> no and i and i say no. this every year but you know without a moto i don't know how this gets done it just doesn't, it doesn't happen without her. So you can't, there's no, you're not allowed. <laughs> okay, fair. It's so <laughs> much fun though, y'all. And like, literally we just spend the time like with the committee and then with Will and, you know, working with Jeff a lot too, when he was around, it's, that's all I can say. It's celebrating everything that's happening in pinball that year. So it's just always a feel good time from our pre-production to the voting period and creating the content and slides and marketing promotions that go out with it all the way up to being on the stage. And there's all those nerves like build up every year to that moment. But then like, as soon as it happens and we're all in there together and there's 300 plus people smashed into this room for two hours and we all feel exactly the same way, you know, about pinball. It's just, it's really a magical experience and I'm, so happy to be a part of it 
Now, for those who don't know what your full-time job is, Emoto, can you tell us? Oh, yeah, sure. So I am Marco Specialties, Marco Pinball's Director of Marketing. And I've been working with them for about five years now, too, uh, just near the end of 2018 to now and forever. I love working with them. Their whole mission in life is to help keep pinball out of the landfills. So mm -hmm. as long as that's a thing, I'm committed to be with them on that journey. And I do a lot of other work with Stern Pinball. They're, you know, very close partners with Marco and it's fun doing uh, side things with them as well. And kind of the main part of my position as director of marketing is like 80% of our marketing budget goes to uh, exhibiting at pinball shows all across the okay. country. So you, really- We have a giant booth. I mean, it's- Right, we have a giant booth that we partner with Stern and the local dealers to bring as many Stern pinball machines and new ones for people to play. And my focus is, you know, creating that display, the booth display, the environment that everyone will interact with in all weekend long. And uh, it's great. It's fun. It's an experience. And again, <laughs> I go back to like, it's an Emoto experience. And when you go to one of these shows, like I, I finally got to see one of your booths in person with Venom. And like, yeah. this, I don't know, I don't even know who you, who you got to build this giant Venom. But it is epic. It's an experience like walking into that Marco booth. And as a like previous arcade hobbyist, like it's no fun being in a hobby where you can't get parts, whether it's old cars or old anything. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is comforting to know that we're going to have a partner as we all get old and decrepit with our pinball machine. And then Emoto, just we call Emoto. Hey, Emoto, you got one of them uh, transistors number five here on my stern of Pinamelli. Oh, thank you. Yes, PayPal's still around. I can pay you that way. <laughs> okay. Well, the one, team I, at Marco I, is amazing. Everyone is just dedicated, especially like our NPI and procurements department to find all these parts and source them if they can't, if they don't exist anymore, find ways to refabricate them or rebuild them, you know, just mm. to keep these games running. So yeah. well, that, that's awesome. Okay. Sorry, Lucas was talking right there, and I, now I'm like, he's got to do an Adam Sandler pinball machine with that voice. Okay, the, but, okay <laughs> but the voice he did was like, it was like macho calling from assisted living. That's what it sounded like. There, there I thought was, it sounded more like him trying to be Billy Madison, like the, oh, I don't know, yeah. I I don't know what came out. So again, feel free to uh, snip, snip, snip here. I, I feel very bad for Josh and me in this episode. And it's probably the hell that I never wanted to face by having a real podcast. Josh is just going to send it to you to edit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Josh doesn't have to edit this one. He's, he... What are you talking about? I've yeah. only got two edit marks, and that's at the four minute and the fourteen minute. And so we're gonna just all right. We're well, just gonna slide, and then you know what's funny though? It's funny. Okay, so we just I just did that huge interview with Larry Demar, right? Mm -hmm. And it was two hours long, and I just let him go. Like I just like you asked ask like five question. questions. Yeah, yeah. I I really just let him go, and it's funny because like I turn off the mic, and he's like, "No one wants to hear half that crap I just said." I'm like guarantee you are it has to be the biggest response we've ever had to an interview 
it's been insane and people are still messaging to this i mean it's been not even a month i get messages daily about that interview of just how people love it it's funny because like people love all just the little bits and so i just leave it all in because if if people don't want to hear it they can always Mm -hmm. skip it 30 seconds lose lose listeners no but i'm gonna get trended (laughs) down on the pinball show zach and trending down this week Okay, so Will, I do want to know the timeline. So walk us through the timeline for the Twippies. How do we vote? When does voting start? When does voting close? How many categories are there? And when is the reward show? Good, good. Yeah, Um, voting starts December 18th. It'll be the full voting period. So every category, both the... Um, game categories and the non-game categories will be involved in that. And that will go through January 15th, I believe. So it'll be one full month of voting um, for all of those categories. And then after that, I take all that stats, I tabulate it. The committee then goes through it. We get rid of the duplicates. We get, you know, get rid of all the bad stuff. And then um, we will have our live show. It'll be streamed live at Texas um, TPF again on the Saturday night. And that's when you can enjoy and, and hear all the winners. Nice. The other thing I, I haven't mentioned is we actually are, are adding a couple new or three new categories. We're looking at doing favorite new pinball streamer, favorite new pinball podcast and favorite new YouTube channel. So okay. the difference in that will be, you know, if they, yeah. yeah. If they Rookie. started within that Rookie year of the year. Yeah. 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 Nice. So, Wait, four categories, right? Because this year was the year we were going to add a uh, favorite pinball dog. <laughs> yes. No. Who's no. who's the... Oh, man, Tried. that dog. They've come down years. between Franchi's dog that loves the cheeseburgers. Barlow, and yeah. Barlo. I thought it was Pet. Jesse, favorite pinball Jake pet. Jake Dance's dog. Um, yeah, Jesse. Oh, yeah, Jesse. Yes. Be inclusive <laughs> with all the animals. All Can the we animals. do pinball cats? Because I, I did lose my dog this summer. He was a very good boy. But I'm down to cats, so I, I wouldn't want to be excluded. So we could yeah, do we'll, we'll What be about the pinball pig? You yeah, know, the, the one that rubs up against the yeah. Oh my god. I consider him a dog. Yeah, he, he feels dog like, but <laughs> yeah, the my favorite pinball podcast, or not just let me cut that. My favorite <laughs> are we starting now to do cuts now? Let's get real. Right. My favorite <laughs> pinball content is cats on pinballs like oh okay favorite can't top it okay definitely my cats know when i actually have a great game because that's when they come and hop on my game and show me their butt that's what they do (laughs) because they want to like look at the look at the uh the pretty lights and try to try to look at things and it's like what what are you doing and i'm so i'm trying to trap up without like gently moving them across but yeah cats have no pinball respect i don't don't get (laughs) it Yeah, I have one. She'll just lay down at the top, yeah. and then she goes <laughs> sliding down. <laughs> like a freshly Love waxed me. Game. Yeah, it's one way to clean it. Yeah, but that is awesome about the new categories. I know a couple of new guys that will be excited to hear that, and uh, that's going to be great to hear those. So, yeah. is is there anything else Twippy wise that we haven't covered? Or this week in pinball with Kineticist that we haven't covered. Yeah. I mean, that's that's some pretty huge news. I yeah, feel that's like. Exciting. 
I, I got to tell you, like, I didn't, I know that we've talked about this in the past, but I still didn't feel legit until the time that this week in pinball put, I came, I think oh, it was episode yeah. eight in, in their news article of like, go check out loser kid. And I can't remember if it's cause we had Elwin on. We I had er- Eric was our first celebrity. Eric guest. was our first one. That was probably, that was probably mm-hmm. when they're like, fine. Like we, I guess we got to put a man there covering JJP. So, <laughs> but I didn't feel legit till, till this week in pinballs. Like, wow. you know what? Go check out loser kid. I still feel amateurish, but that's okay. <laughs> And the pinball promoters database is such an amazing resource yes, for everyone. It, it is help promote all of our content just by existing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great. Well, that's cool. I, I I appreciate you guys here saying that. That's you know that's that was definitely from the beginning. You know, Jeff's kind of focus was get out those pinball content creators because they are you know they're they're not in the regular news. And on the regular news um, websites, and they're definitely promoting what we love about pinball. So it's good to hear. So. Well, before we shut this down, I'm going to ask one favor of all of you. I know we've heard Lucas all night do his macho, but I want to hear everyone else do their own <laughs> macho. I want, I want to hear the machos because because this was obviously the mystery when we were all got our decoder rings out and we were trying to figure out who macho was. So. Will, will you do the honors and give us your best oh macho first? Can you tell us what to say at least, though? Give us a line of dialogue. Ooh, let's do Welcome to the Twippies 2023. How about that? I am your host, Macho. There, how about that? I think I think we need to get Lucas to give a, a little Okay, right, no, sound no, Lucas bit. has to be last because he's going to make us look bad. <laughs> what are we saying? So welcome to the 2023 Twippies. I am your host, Macho. There you go. I didn't even watch the Macho as a kid, so you can even throw a little dialogue, like the little machoisms in there, if you want, like the cream of the crop, or you know what? Feels like I've never even listened this is, to this podcast. This is, like, look back up here. <laughs> Who is Macho? Oh my goodness, this is going to be awful. Mm. Going to make for great content, though. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't even remember what you told me to say. <laughs> Freestyle it. Oh goodness! <laughs> you got this. Oh. I believe in you. You. you just, there's no way. Will you? You gotta. I'm gonna coach you through this. This is a one-on-one voice lesson. You Please gotta do. reach down, reach into your inner core. Do you feel it? You feel that inner core. You got it in your hand. I want you to feel it pulsating. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that mighty arm. That's right. You straighten up your shoulders. You look them square in the eye. And you get that mighty core in your hand. Let it pulse through your veins. Let it rise up through your neck. And then you, and then you gotta go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. You take it from there, okay? I'm not gonna spoil it yet. You go. Now feel it. Get get the core. Get the core. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Macho Pinball. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Much there you go. Oh my yes. God. That was so See, this is why. I this need is that why as we have... okay. how, we how did Macho me. turn into Kermit the Frog? Yes. <laughs> wow. You make fun, you Scott, but you're up next, oh. man. It's your turn. You Let's hear this, Scott. You ready? It's my turn. It's your turn. 
Oh yeah, this is Macho Pinball. We are not welcoming to the Twippy. We are welcoming to the jungle because we got Labyrinth. We got all the games here. And yes, you are going down that rabbit hole with David Bowie who steals the random child for no apparent reason. And Jennifer Connelly who goes and dances with giant-sized Muppets. Who's going to win Pinball Machine of the Year? You know what? We're bringing back the Royal Rumble. This is Macho Pinball! Yay. Nice. That was good, too. What okay. is up with that storyline, though? For real. Okay, the wow. waveform just, like, went redlined the whole time. Gotta be. See? But it's beautiful. Look, here's the thing. We can all be macho. Oh, we're all macho. In we're all way. macho deep down. You just got to find the juicy core and squeeze it. <laughs> okay, you ready, to, you ready to reach down, grab that juicy core emoto? Yeah, okay. Okay, let's hear this. Uh, welcome to the 2023 Twippies. This is Macho Pinball. We're going to all eat so many Slim Jims in Texas Pinball Festival. Let's go. Where did Lucas go? He's like, oh, Lucas. Lucas oh, no. was like, rage quit. Lucas like, wow. I'm out. He's like, my drop. That my was, throat that was hurts. How do you think I No, my throat still hurts. I literally, yeah. all I heard was Slim Jim. I'm so sad. I look forward to hearing. <laughs> like, I literally. I, yeah, I cut out. I'm very sorry. All I heard was Slim Jim. Oh, and I can't true. wait to hear it because it can be a little strenuous. Like, you got to pace yourself with it that's why the episodes were only three minutes long folks yes definitely all right josh all right i I guess i guess i got to go last well not last we're gonna make lucas go again right so he can all show us up (laughs) welcome to the 2023 twippies i I don't know (laughs) It's to the tip of the top, the top of the rise, and the stern's gonna come in, and it's gonna come down on the JJP. <clears throat> Give him the people's elbow. That's the rock, though. So I don't know my my WWF very well. So thank you. I got to get more into it. That's I can do it with my kid. Like it's it's just a yeah. I don't think you touch your juicy core all the way. You gotta really engage. I'm the cream of the crop. We go to the top. All right, we do it. People are going to be like, we okay, like we're no, no, we're, no, no, Lucas. Okay, you do macho as Moppy, Moppy from Puppet Pals doing macho. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, Emoto, yep. there's only like one person in the world that would ever ask for that, and it's you. So thank you, I really appreciate that. I'm asking for it too. Okay. I want to hear this. Mm-hmm. Do you do you want a sponsor? Do you want another? No, yeah. let's just come into let's it. Go. Let's go. Um. No, sorry. Right. Wait. 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 Cut. I gotta get my audio bank. Yeah. We're not cutting this. Just like literally integrated this tonight. I'm like, why? Where was this three years ago? Okay. Damn it. Hold on. <gasps> now da, we have to. Ladies and gentlemen, Macho Pinball. That's right. I'm back, and here we are. Here we are today. It's the Twippies. It's the 2023 Twippies. And I'm really excited. It's kind of hard to go back and forth between the Macho and Macho. The Moppy, because I haven't really practiced doing Moppy like that. And I mean, it's a little bit more recent. Maybe 
my goodness. Oh, my cheeks hurt. As, it's not as high as I would want him, but my voice is, I haven't been talking all day, so. Mm, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> bravo, bravo. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thanks, up. Thanks, I, I do I do appreciate you guys coming on. Will, thanks for for hitting us up to talk about these these changes for Twippies and the changes for Twip. Also, Amoda, it's always I've been mean to get you on. I've been mean to get Luke on. This is this is perfect. I was so yeah. excited when Will hit us up and was like, Amoda's coming on and a ghost guest host and i was like whoa and then when he told me today it was lucas i hurry and it's like dude you're coming on and he's like yeah i think i'll be there <laughs> whatever no i did not say that he's like, like yeah. well what what's gonna be in my dressing room because i i have a very specific m&ms but you have to take out all the all the brown and yellow ones yeah. yes and they got to be presented in a football mm-hmm. helmet mm-hmm. yes you you know okay i don't know if you know this but i used to book concerts mm-hmm. and when you book a band, they have what's called a writer, mm-hmm. and that writer is a list, pretty much a list of demands. Mm-hmm. And the funny part is, I didn't know this till I booked a couple of bands. But some of them forget what's on the list. But it's stuff like, like a twelve pack of men's crew socks. Because I joked with them, like I couldn't find you guys socks, and they're like, "What?" They all took off their shoes. None of them were wearing socks, and they were like, "We were depending on those socks." And then they messed with me. They're like, "No, we never wear socks." So it just part of we we're like, "What can we get into our rider that that we could make these people do that?" Just be ridiculous. One of them was all green M and M's in a football helmet. So, uh, okay, actually, there is a very there is a very practical reason for those riders. Yes, because if you show up and you have if you af- ask for something very weird, like green M and M's in a football helmet, and you see that, you know they read the rider. Yep. Yes. But if you go in and you don't see whatever weird, th- so that's one reason why bands do put those really strange requests in there is so they can know if if the venue's ready for them. Well, not only that, but it is also so like some of these bands that don't make a ton as openers or or like the the lower spot on the the lineup. That's their dinner. Well, not only that, but like because they were telling me you can actually scratch that off so you don't want to do the green M&Ms with the helmet. You can scratch that off and then offer them a cash uh, cash uh, payout essentially on that item. So you could you can go through the whole writer and scratch it out and just say, I'll give you 300 bucks to not make me do this list. And so, anywho, there's some making the, the sausage behind the scenes for when you're booking concerts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I love that. That's fantastic. I'd, I've never... Yeah thought about that and i, I just yeah, like so you like the inside scoop on on little entertainment things like that <laughs> i i wanted to talk about just just two things loser kid before we leave maybe it's just one thing i can't remember any <laughs> oh yes two things so the first thing the jersey jack giveaway for the elton john that is not this episode we will do it next episode just because we recorded with jack and released it on friday and today is monday mm. and so We've had a massive response. We've already had about 30 entries. Yeah. And and so uh, I just want to give a little bit more time to that. So let's give it another week or two. Second thing is I did post this on Facebook, but we really haven't talked about it on the show yet. I don't know how I wasn't taking in all the marketing numbers. And it's great we have a marketing person on with us, Lucas. Our numbers more than doubled since I figured out that nice. between SoundCloud and Apple and Spotify and thanks to Neil McRae for pointing out, he's like, are you sure they're not just like the same numbers through another website? No, these numbers are entirely different. Like our our top tens are different. Like I, I have a hard time believing that they're the same. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just reporting double. 
and we have a new king in our in our guest realm that we've got around. Uh, and, and Keith Owen is passing on the crown, but he's going to have to make it into three because Triple J- Drain, Joel Engelberth, Travis Murray, and Tom Graff are now our our kings over our guests Man. with seven over seventy five hundred listens from their episode. Okay, you know that that's Joel just listening nonstop. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing though that's really yeah cool. it's pretty amazing so and we're we're really excited i mean we've had over half a million listens in the five years we've been mm, doing okay. so it is absolutely insane oh, I, oh we lost we lost lucas lucas oh. is like that okay, lucas like, is phasing not, just, in and out will you stop top uh touching what is it the uh the the time diverter thing the multiverse <laughs> yeah but I just want to give a big thank you to those that listen to us. I know there, I mean, this obviously con- there's some this is constipated Lucas, apparently. <laughs> obviously there's some people that listen to us and I, I want to think <laughs> this is so hard to take this seriously here. At the end. But I want to thank everyone for, for reaching out, for listening to us. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're not watching the YouTube, come join us for the last His face. Was this going to be the last five minutes? Just, I, I think we've all learned that we're grateful that Emoto is going to be in charge. Yes, <laughs> yes, we're glad that I can't do it. Hey, you're like Luke Duke because Bo never let him drive. Did you ever notice that? It was always <laughs> Bo. See, so it's Emoto, and you guys are from the south, so you know what I'm talking about with the Dukes of Hazard. Just some good old boys, never meaning no harm. Yeah. I, I always joked if we did do a Patreon, our top tiered level would have to be like a thousand dollars. But if you actually paid for it, we would fly you to Salt Lake and do like a weekend with the loser kids and, and like do pinball and the museum. And we have so many art installations and we have, I mean, there is so much culture that is in Utah. It's ridiculous. But yeah, it, it's, yeah, if you want to pay us a thousand dollars, we'll fly <laughs> fly you to Salt Lake. If you're in the states, yeah, if, yeah if exactly. Outside the states, we'll, we'll we'll work something out. <laughs> Lucas is signing up as we speak. He's like, and Sam. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm shutting this down. This is this has actually been wonderful. I, I'm gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. This is this has been great. So, uh, if if people want to get a hold of you, Moto, where do they find you? Oh, uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, either, you know, Marco Pinball's Facebook or Emoto Arcade. That's where I just drop my everything else pinball content uh, or stop by my arcade in Foley, Alabama, Captain Crazy's Paradise. And Will, if, if they want to get a hold of you and, and the new shenanigans with This Week in Pinball. Sure. Yeah, you can you can get me at Will at thisweekinpinball.com. Um, and I'll still be there and I'll still be helping out as much as I can. Awesome. And if you want to get a hold of us, we are Loser Kid Pinball Podcast at gmail.com. On the socials, we are at Loser Kid Pinball. That is X, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. We're all at... If you type in at Loser Kid Pinball, you're going to find us. So I think that does it for us, Scott. I guess we'll be jamming out another two weeks. That's it. Yeah. And uh, definitely go visit Kineticist and go visit This Week in Pinball and get ready to vote for that month of voting. We'll try to remind everybody when it comes closer. Also remind those Canadians the real Thanksgiving is happening next week. And we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving.